Oh. Hello. Hey. We are now changing the format. What? Of this show. It's now going to be about ponies. Ponies. I really like ponies. Ponies are. I think they're cool, and I'm. Uh, I you know I'm not gonna lie. I'm no pony expert, but I'm excited to learn more. Uh, being a part of uh, the pony cast. Yeah, and we'll call it the Pony Express. That's okay. Um, so this is the debut episode of the Pony Express. Hello, I am your host Eric Ortiz. Across the the virtual sound waves from me is Rich Meister. How's it going? Um, I think that's very humble of you and modest to say you are not a pony expert. Yeah, I'm here to learn, you know? You know what it is? I mean, right now, this is a brand new thing, you know? Who knows uh, what I'll consider myself when we're 200 episodes deep? Yeah, I'd be... Who's to say? Learning... I always say, you know, it's really hard to get yourself into the zone of learning and, you know, doing something new, but just think think how far you'll come when you're up to episode 200. You'll be practically the pony expert. Because remember, kids, sucking at something is the first step to being kind of all right at it. Yeah. And we're going to move into our next segment called Pony Up. Um, it, it's where... <laughs> Send me some money. <laughs> <laughs> it's where... It's where we we ask you. It's where I drop a pony <laughs> for me some, some cash. <laughs> but this is the Gecko Games Cast. Uh, we don't talk about. Well, we we could talk about ponies. Did you know that ponies are just not small horses? What, Common what, misconception. It's like a certain breed, right? Yeah. That's about the only pony news is you're going to get from us is today. Is that it? Is that all you got? Um. Thank you so much for listening. Um. Have a no wait. We gotta get started. So, a few things happened Tell in the past week, specifically the Microsoft Game Showcase. Um, and Nintendo Direct did happen, right? If you want to call it that. Yeah, there was some light stuff. It's funny actually. I'm looking at the Google Doc now, and I forgot to drop the releases in, so I'm pasting them in right now. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> They're we in there can, now. We can fill this no, because I oh, the rest of the month actually has a weird amount of drops. Like nothing fucking amazing, but there's stuff dropping. You know, Neo 2 is on here for their DLC. I don't even know how that did. I, I think it did moderately well. There's too much, too many samurai games right now. I oh come the market is there. the market it is saturated. Before, it came before it came before Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> you can't really say that. Uh, but um, the Microsoft Game Showcase happened. Uh, That's probably the, the Xbox the said. You know topic, what? Yeah. PS5 is not that great. You want to know what's great? Our our console well i'll say is i feel like they're finally at that place where i'm like okay the last thing sony did was like show a bunch of their games and now uh microsoft has effectively done the same uh none of their stances make me want to buy their box they make me want to upgrade my pc if needed but they showed a lot of stuff i'm gonna play yeah and um i think that especially because they're really not gonna have too many exclusives um for the or any exclusives for the console and because they kind of botched up i'm going to use botch lightly because it, again it's just community expectation um because they kind of botched up the previous showcase that they had and yeah. they didn't show any gameplay they were just thinking you know let's uh let's just show the pure gameplay and what, what do they do right out the gate they showed halo everybody and their mama and grandmama and grandpappy are talking about halo yeah i'm excited everybody is excited to see the master chief finish the fight again yeah, but this time I think it's I think it's it. I think this is it. Well, no, no, they three four three has been pretty forthcoming about what this is, and they're like, this is it. Yeah, this is a platform. Like, um, there's not going to be a a proper Halo again after this. They're just going to support this thing, release new content for this thing. It is a a live game, so to speak. And. How long do you think that'll ever last? Uh, could last a couple of years, and also that doesn't mean there won't potentially be like a sixty dollar level, like this is the new thing, or you can buy this outright and get all the new stuff. Eventually, I think the rumor too is that games are now going to cost seventy bucks in the next gen. Uh, Ubisoft has already come out and said like they're not that. doing that. Good. Uh, I, which game was it that they said? It, I think it was NBA Two K Two K Twenty One. Yeah. Um. It could have just been a pricing correct. It could have been price listing, but, but a knows? lot of studios have come out and said like, "There's no plans to do that." 
Well, I don't think Halo's going to do it either, but, yeah, I mean, they showed Halo. Halo looked good. Yeah. You are, if you're listening to us, you probably already know the points. It's going to be open world. The internet didn't agree with you that it looked good, I, I think. No, it did not. I think they're all uh, a little bit nitpicky, and my number one call is, I saw about a million comments of people going, it looks unfinished, to which I whispered, it is unfinished. I mean, they have, what, four months left? What it, what it, but, like, I just kind of, it's like a, a really tone-deaf statement to me to go, like, it looks like an unfinished game. It's like, it is an unfinished game. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, let's call a spade a spade here, okay? I saw I saw the footage on my on my 4K mod. You know, like, I, I was, I was in the... I was, no, what I'm trying to say is I had the, I had the hardware to run this thing, because I know that a common... Uh, deflection point for this is oh you just didn't watch it on the 60 fps 1080p 4k monitor that i watched it on and it looked amazing and i watched there i watched it with similar things i thought it looked okay the very first thing i actually said to myself when it was playing with the when it showed the gameplay was you know this doesn't really look that crazy in terms of graphics and i don't know but then i also thought i don't know what i was expecting so Um, can i also it looked good I i don't know what to say about it it just looked fine can I also say, uh, one of the things people kept joking around and going, it looks like Halo 1, haha. <laughs> uh, well, last night, guys, I played some Halo 1, and I turned off the enhanced graphics, and no, it doesn't. Halo 1 has a lot more polygons. Halo 1. It, it, it looked it look blotchy. You forget what Halo 1 looks like, I tell you. I think it, I think you gotta have some cojones to say it looks like Combat Evolved. You're like, God, oh, just go back to Xbox One. Uh, looks exactly the same. Do a side-by-side comparison. Um, I mean, it looks good, though. If it really if it Jeez. really rustles your gym jams, then yeah, you're probably not gonna get it anyways. Got but I, I thought that the, uh, the open world was gonna be a good motivator get, to get me back in. Um, that being said, the, I, I do want to kind of know more about the story first. Um, yes. Cause right now it's very, it does, it's, it's not soft looking too reboot, overwhelming. I'm not hyped saying. for it. Um, which I mean, like so far the threads we're getting are that where this game starts, we've already lost the war. Yeah. So Chief needs to give the covenant back their war. And it's going to be more Master Chief focused compared to five. Yeah, which is and, more, uh, uh, I guess, compared to just being focused. about the war itself, it's going to be really kind of focused on Chief. It appears to take place on at least a Halo. Yeah, it's another Halo. You get to go and do anything you want, so it's not linear missions anymore. You just well, here's explore the entire Halo and do your thing. Here's the thing. Here, here's what I assume, especially the more they talk about it being a live game. Um, I inevitably think they're going to be looking to things like Destiny a lot. Uh, I think there will be, like, strike-like dungeon runs, is my best guess. There's going to be some kind of repeatable content in a form like that, um, outside of this open world. Uh, and, and they said, again, it's all going to feel more like the Master Chief Collection, like jumping into seamless playlists for multiplayer and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. which all that stuff is handled really well. And then I got to thinking about game modes and new stuff and the inevitable. So I settled on this thought. There's probably, even if it's not launch, going to be some kind of Battle Royale mode in this. You better be playing the Battle Royale mode as an ODST. Like, that's got to be the whole thing, right? You think it's going to go that way? Like, ha- come on. It would be a missed opportunity if you're not in the little ODST pod orbital dropping in- into a map for a Battle Royale mode, if it has one. I mean, that's what I wanted to do when ODST even first came out. I was like, let's drop. Like, let's go. That, that feel, like if you're going to do a Battle Royale mode set in Halo... That feels like the thing. Well, there's even a uh, when it after they showed Halo, there's even a rumor from an article I believe that was giving an implication that it wouldn't release a multiplayer on launch, and then uh, the dev team said no, it will, because that also sent people into a little bit of a tizzy. Yeah, I'd be surprised if there. If you didn't have, I mean, if you didn't have Halo with multiplayer on launch, I, think I wouldn't you're even buy. Gonna it. have the base modes on launch. Well, I'm not gonna buy it because it's on Game Pass. Oh yeah, that's true. and that's the thing too. So, yeah, and who's the main villain from Halo now? Is the dude from Halo Wars? Yes, the leader of that Covenant sect from Halo Wars. Is- See, that looked cool. I liked that at first, and then I thought about it, and I was thinking, you know, that's not so spooky. Well, you yeah, know, so spooky, uh, maybe you know? there's some more spooky stuff. I mean, we got we're on a ring. The flood are inevitable. 
Yeah, I was gonna say, you know what? Just give me more flood, and uh, I think we're good. I think I think you will get that. Yeah, give me more parasitic flood, and uh, we'll have a good time. There's a lot more weapons, it looks like, and I'm always a fan of that. You got that grappling hook, mm. and uh, it, it it just looks like a good. It just looks like a Halo game. Totally. I don't know what else. To, I I actually have nothing else to say about it. It just looks like a Halo game. Um, if you like it, you'll know it, and I think I will give it a try just because it's gonna be on Game Pass. Which leads me into the next discussion I want to go into. Microsoft is not selling uh, exclusives based on their hardware anymore. They're just selling their service. And that service is Game Pass. And that service is a good service. Um, yep. They're trying it to really is. lose on hardware to force people into their ecosystem. Uh, and you, I don't know if you saw this, but very quietly over the past uh, like two weeks ago, the 12-month Xbox Gold game subscription disappeared. Yes, it did. So the only way to buy your Xbox Live 12 months at a time now is by getting Game Pass Ultimate. How much is that again? Uh, 15 bucks a month. Yeah, and personally... That's the best That's the best thing. Like, I'm playing most of my Xbox games on my PC at this point. I, at first, used to think, man, um, can't really probably afford that in the long run because you're paying $60 games. It's like Netflix or... Plus this $15 yeah. service. You can literally just stop buying any physical xbox game and just use that service with fine. game game pass ultimate is the one where you get all those games day and date they drop yeah it's pretty it's pretty disgusting in terms of how good of a deal it is and it uh, is it, i think that is the future i do i don't think sony can ignore this i think playstation now needs to rebrand it as something that can compete in the next generation um oh they definitely have to because you know what ps plus Compared to Games Pass now, it looks like a deflated balloon. Well, I'm tr- thinking of PS Now, their streaming service that does, has a lot of PS3 games and stuff. Um, yeah, but they need when you're comparing offerings, it's like... Well, that's what I'm saying. They need to push PS Now to the front and start putting more current-gen stuff on it. Yeah. they need And uh, that, that was a big problem, or that is a big problem with PS Plus. Uh, occasionally, every month, in a handful of months, they'll have a good PS Plus offering. Um, but a lot of the times, they'll just give you... Not to discredit indie games, but they will give you, like, an indie game or something that, at that point when they release it, is not worth. And, I mean, those those services aren't really comparable because, I mean, Xbox is still doing games with gold, which is literally the same thing. They just never have quite the same in terms of offerings. But it's no longer about what you, you own. It's about having access to this Netflix-like library because I, I do think that's the future at this point. And it's insane how they just swap it out so freely with the current latest and greatest. And if I super duper do like a game, I think I probably still would go out and buy it at some point and have it. Yeah, and and that just depends if you want to own it. Even, there's always going to be that group that wants physical collections too, which is fine. It's still going to be possible, I would imagine. Um, But as we start to shift more into digital, or as we continue, I should say, to shift more into digital, it's like a no-brainer. Especially for games for Windows and how you can kind of interchange that just with the console. It, it's it's just so ridiculous. Shit is wild. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping that Sony eventually does not ignore it because they do. They, they will be unable to. Uh, it, they, can't, it, they can't help it. It might take them time, but they, they will have to address. Because at this point, I wasn't even thinking of the fucking hardware of the Series X. I wasn't even thinking about that. Oh, no. I, I was like, wow. That, if you just got this plus this service... You're, you're, you're good, good to go. I had never even owned an Xbox One. Um, How do you keep your door so, open? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, just, keep your door open, let Microsoft walk in. Just uh, just but, give you the uh, Xbox. Yeah, Halo was the opener. Um, they showed off a lot of cool stuff there, and then they started to show off some more, uh, some neat stuff. I think uh, Rare's game looks really good. Everwilds. I'm interested. I did not think. I did not know at the time that people were thinking that it was Banjo. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know actually why anybody thinks that they're gonna get a banjo game. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean we want one. We'll take it. I'll take it if it's there. But I, I mean, guys, I'm also gonna be real with myself. If they did, then I, I just say okay. Like I'd be genuinely surprised. It seems like a weird thing for you guys. I think they should just add a banjo skin to Sea of Thieves. Collectathons, I don't think are going to do as well as people think they will. Are I you sure? I mean, ukulele. Because I'm pretty sure Assassin's Creed games are just collectathons with okay. swords. Well, I mean, games like say ukulele. I mean, it really. Sure, you can boil it down to the game itself, but I think if even Banjo Kazooie came out today, 
I don't think it'd do so great. I think it would sell like hotcakes, and then people would be disappointed in it. They would, and then they wouldn't buy another one. That's just yeah. the way it is. It'd be bought on name brand alone. Everyone says they want the nuts and bolt graphical hey, capability what's with the, of a banjo game. What's with the phrase, sell like hotcakes? Was there a time when like pancakes were so popular they were difficult to get a hold of? I mean, you tell me. How many times can you? How many times could you back then, in the early 1900s, walk into some place and just say, yes, I would like your hotcakes? Uh, I don't know, like a McDonald's before 11? Especially in the winter. Or an IHOP. It's cold. At any time of year. Yeah, well, now it's easy to say that. There's such an oversaturation of hotcakes on the market. Now they're no more. They're no longer selling like hotcakes. They're just selling. All right. Uh, What's something that sells in great numbers today? Um, yeah. What is the hotcakes of today? Oil. <laughs> oil, of course. We must. Am- we must amass all the oil. <laughs> selling like oil drums. Uh. Sell like drumsticks. You wrote down here a drum of, of cake? Like what they ship oil in? Palette of cake. Um, but I... I don't know. I'm actually pretty hyped for more rare games. Yeah. Um, totally. That are not Banjo-Kazooie. I don't know. I, I'm of the mind now where... Yeah, if they gave me one, I'd be okay. But I am actively not looking for Banjo just to come out. To me, he's a nostalgia trip. And that's kind of where I want to keep him. To me... It's just like if they release Conquer. I don't know. I, maybe I'm in a uh, minority. I wouldn't want another Conker's bad for me. I don't, just be I like, don't oh, think I particularly want that. I, I'm not particularly in search of either of those things, but if they were going to do one, I'd be intrigued. Oh, yeah. Well, it depends on how they structure it, because I have a feeling they wouldn't... Taking what I was saying earlier, where I'm saying I don't think it'd be the same. I think they'd try to change it up a bit. You know what? Give me Nuts and Bolts 2. I would collect... I would love to watch the internet just implode if they just said, hey, it's Nuts and Bolts 2. Banjo Kazooie boats and buoys. Um, but they also really they also showed Fable, which we knew showed was Fable. Uh, I'm sorry, they they released the trailer. Yeah, for they Fable. showed a teaser. Um, the more I talked to people about this, the more I was like slightly intrigued to see what it is in the sense of like, because uh, I saw a lot of people being like, yeah, but it's not Lionhead, and I kind of went like, yeah, but like. Maybe unlike Lionhead, this will be a studio that will support a game. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably don't. I was actually glad that it's not Lionhead. <laughs> and I was actually kind of glad that Peter, I was reminded, good old PDM, wasn't a part of it either, because they, that, that, they were taking that series downhill real quick. What I was most reminded of was the most recent example, which is when uh, Fable 1, the, the HD remaster, came out, and Dude. it was broken as hell. And people went to Lionhead and were like, hey, what are you going to do? And they were like, nothing. Yeah. And also, what was the recent game that they came they released for the series? It was not... I'm trying to think. It was Fable something. But... Did they do something after the, the HD? It was after game? 3. Hmm? Oh, the journey. Well, they had the journey. Oh, I And then I they had Fable I, Heroes. I don't think I ever touched even... Did, wait, didn't Fable... Yeah, they, they just had a bunch no, of stuff on the arcade. And didn't Fable Heroes never come out? Fable Heroes came out. I thought it did. I thought no, it, it never came out. No, it was on the Xbox Arcade. Are you it positive? Did. Yeah, oh. I even see right here on the marketplace. I'm going to look up canceled Fable game because they showed something. No, that... It's right here. I no, no, no. It, it, it must not be that then is what I'm saying. Uh, it probably isn't the one that you're thinking of. Because Fable Heroes was the one with the little They demoed uh, something that then doll Fable things. Legends is the one, the co-op one that was announced and then went away. Yeah, no, not that one. It's, uh, <laughs> Fable Heroes is just, like, with the little dolls, and it's like a Mario Party. It's like a little beat-em-up. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they I love this good, uh, this good, <laughs> this is an example of, Microsoft announced the cancellation of the game on March 7, 2016. Yeah. Um, so, I'm actually glad that it's, no, no less, it's by Playground Studios who made the Forza, who's making the Forza game, so you know what? The cars in Fable are going to look amazing. This game's going to look nice. That's the one thing I had as a takeaway. I was thinking, man, the graphics are going to be insane for this one. Um, I hope they're dialing it back. that it's just a reboot, too. It's about... You kind of needed it. Yeah, I I hope they're dialing it back to more of the setting of the first one. Because the further, like, the series wanted to be like, we're industrializing, was as it got... Like, I don't think it was necessarily because of that that it got bad. But Fable 2 and Fable 3 are not as good as Fable 1. I think Fable 3 is particularly the least enjoyable well it's because for every which is why i'm actually it's it sucks to say i am glad that it's not lionhead and the leadership that was a part of it because they for every game i remember when they were coming out with it 
uh, PDM would just start rambling on camera. He's like, we're, we're, we're going to do something unlike the, you've, you've never seen it before. Like, and then it was, we're going to, and he just over promised he, 50 million things that the games literally could not be capable of doing so that by the time they did release two or three, they tried to expand it and make it different than their predecessor or each predecessor. But it still but it never, never lived up to what they were, the stuff they were promising since the first game, it never lived up to. Yeah. And it always, whenever I think of fable, it's just, I was thinking it's okay. Like, I never had the... I have a particular fondness for the first one. Um, and I, then I remember liking I the two, and I remember... The cover art. It stays with you. It does. I love the art. Um, but what about the first one? I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you uh, off. What about the first one stuck with you? The first one is just the one that sticks with me. Two I liked, three I disliked, but one I just remember... I have the fondest memories of. I just felt that two... Two I had a good time with. Um, by the time three came this out... This fable better have a dog. <laughs> yeah, by the time three came out, I didn't think it was that great. Uh, one, I was young. I was younger when it came out, so I really didn't... Your baby boy? My nostalgia... Well, when I'm thinking about it from a nostalgic lens, it's really the last time I had played it. I didn't even play it when they brought it back on the 360. I, um, I played so it for the first good, time. It was on the original Xbox for the first time I played it, but... I played it for the first time as Fable The Lost Chapters, or as I like to call it, Fable yeah. We've Finally Finished the Game. Well, I thought <laughs> we did it. It's all done. Um, the original Fable doesn't it. have an ending. I, like, I'll fight to the death, and it's like, no, it has an ending. Like, no, it doesn't. It just fucking stops because they didn't finish the last area. But then The Lost Chapters came yeah. out, and they said, hey, man. Suck it. We finished it. We got bored. We, had, we finished it. What else do you want? We had nothing else going on this weekend. Oh That'll be another $60. Yeah, please buy this. It's the newest, latest, and greatest. Um, pay us more money. I did enjoy the first one, but again, it's just never... It's a series that never really stuck with me, but the potential of where it could go is pretty monumental. I mean, it, it could be a pretty damn good game if they just refine what has already been done, take all the good bits... And just make a nice-looking, playing story. That and teaser. I, I really think they'll go places with it. So I'm pretty hyped for that, actually. I want to see what they do with it, because I have a feeling that they could revitalize the entire thing. That teaser uh, was very Fable, though. Like, from the narration, just to the wackiness. Yeah, and I think it... Well, it's coming back to being wacky. Somewhere along the way, I think, with 2 or 3, it didn't... Maybe I'm incorrect, and I'm just thinking about it, not thinking about the wackier parts. It just kind of lost the charm that the first fable had i thought that the first fable had the potential to just be some storybooky fairy tale weird kind of deal that's just going and then fable 2 kind of took it in more like you were even saying a more serious direction in a way because everything was coming industrialized and then three came out and then it also just did something else and it just didn't seem like it was going back to its roots as to what made the first one so interesting mm -hmm. or what potential it had because you really could just you really could just get weird with it um and i found like it wasn't it just didn't tap into it enough for me i don't know i'm not the biggest fable fan but i'm a fan of what this team could do i'm for a it. fan of hammers i am a fan of hammers um uh, others what else did microsoft show stalker 2 oh right that's hype yeah, it's cool. And that's on Game Pass. All those are on Game Pass. Yeah. Everything, Everything from the show is going to be on Game Pass. Which is insane. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other, like, a lot of fleeting stuff there. Can we talk about Remedy's game and how it doesn't look like a Remedy game? Yeah. And how it had the best worst line from the entire uh, demonstration. What was the line? Uh, can you protect me from fate? Oh, God. No, Embroider that on a pillow. I, I, I read that on the dock, and I, I just groaned. Oh, I literally, he said it out loud, and I clapped. It's, it's like a such fucking a movie bad line. When you're watching it, it cuts to uh, black, and it just says, can you protect me from fate? But that's Crossfire, a game that looks like a pretty standard military shooter. But if you watch it, the trailer looks like pretty bombastic and stuff. It just doesn't look like a Remedy game to me. But It's, it's a little different. But and now that, honestly, with the commercial success that Ghost of Tsushima has had, I'm all about studios just doing, doing something whatever, else. Yeah. Just take take it in the take it in another direction. If you're gonna keep going straight, just go up this time and just make something fucking off the wall. I'm totally down with it. It showed such massive success to just do something. Can we talk um, about a little game that you and I are probably interested in that a lot of people won't be? And that is Warhammer forty K Dark Tide. <laughs> 
I let me tell you something. Fat Shark, they're a great studio for these kinds of games. Yeah. I, everybody's always complaining that uh, oh, we don't have another Left for Dead or any. These games they, they're, they're on to are making so their third good. one. Yeah, these games are so good. If you want a team versus horde type gameplay like Left for Dead, just put a dark medieval fantasy or futuristic now futuristic dark fantasy sci-fi into this. You got this game. I'm so excited for Dark... What's it called? Dark Tide? It's, uh, it? Yeah, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Um, like, this is it. We're now moving... I love the Age of Sigmar. I love Age of Sigmar era, the medieval fantasy. Actually, it wasn't even Age of Sigmar. It was before the Age of yeah. Sigmar. But but now that we're moving into the 40k universe... Come like, on, I, I so love cool. that they're letting them play with the 40k universe now. And it showed, basically, like, a, a, a group of four space marines... Uh, like searching this like down ship and then they shine a light and you see like hordes of these infected uh, crew members all over the ship and then it was Warhammer 40k Dark Tide another Left 4 Dead-esque four player co-op uh, extravaganza now set in the Warhammer 40k era which I'm cool with. They probably looked at it and said, you know, we I think it's because Vermintide was in the end times. End times is before age and I think things were a little bit different then. They were able to kind of capitalize on the apocalyptic scenarios that went on. Yeah. Um, which, I'm not a lore master. I'm nothing close Warhammer, to a Warhammer lore master. But I did look it up about the end times, and I I, I enjoyed it because no matter what happened, everybody got fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't matter. But you get to have um, this great K, cast of characters feeling silly about it and just being like, bring on the rat men. Yeah, and it was just rats. Um, I, I remember even you were texting me about this because I had a meeting at work and I couldn't watch the rest of it, but, um, I, you, you were telling me, oh, it's Dark Tide, blah, 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 and I said, oh, well, you know, the 40k games besides Vermintide really haven't been good so far, and you're like, no, but it's by, it's by Fat Shark, and it's gonna be another one, and I was thinking, like, oh, no, shit, no, 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 back when I yeah, said when I was like, it's no, no, it's just one of those, but in the 40k universe. Totally fine with it, um... It's a fun. They're fun games. They just are, and they're bursting with content. And I think it really scratches that itch that a lot of people should give a try. I think it's because it's Warhammer. A lot and of also, really it's on Game Pass. It. So yeah, where's your excuse? That's the thing too. No matter what game you're seeing, and I hate to sound like a. Fu- it's true. I got Game Pass on a whim, but it's so worth it to play the Outer Worlds at the time because I was getting it for free for three months, and I just kept it. It's and so my cheap, immediate and thought just get games. My immediate thought was like seeing a game like that. I was like dropping like. Oh, it's on Game Pass. Great, I can play it with Eric. No, because our friend Clayton was even like, oh, you want to play uh, Sea of Thieves? And I'm like, I don't really want to buy Sea of Thieves. It's on Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Oh, I have yeah, the game. I'll download it. We'll- oh, wow. I feel like playing Metal Slug right now. Oh, oh shit. Have- it's Metal yeah. Slug X. Just because... It-, it just has it. And I'm just thinking, wow. All right. You know, I check the bills every month. It's it's not breaking anything. It says here we'd be losing money by not playing Metal Slug. <laughs> I lose all my money, and then I go to my accountant. What happened? Well, it looks like Microsoft took all of your money. I'm thinking, fuck. Um, but it's true. You just have a lot of good deals there. Um, Obsidian uh, teased a new, a game. new game. Yeah. A new RPG game. This is going to be based on their Pillars of Eternity games, I believe. Uh, did they say that? This? I don't know. Actually, I don't know where I made that up. Oh, it's because Steam advert. No, that, that's incorrect. I had it on the brain because Steam this was a advertised that there was a sale of Pillars of Eternity. Bastard. No, I was, I was going to say, I thought this looked like an all-new IP, and it looked like... It's the, avowed. Avowed, yeah. It looks like there might yeah. be um, some kind of... It's a first-person uh, RPG. It looks like there might be some kind of focus on, like, drawing magic symbols. Uh, it looks in... It was a cinematic trailer, so we really don't know much yet. But it looked the what intriguing. I saw just that initial incantation with the hands yeah. just making the symbol it looks really sweet. I kind of dug that. You know what this reminded me of too though, which is why I'm hoping it's better. Uh, Lich Lichborn Lichdom whatever that game was. Uh, uh, it was that pa- it was that a, a lot Lichdom Battle Mage. This is at PAX years ago. Um, this game reminded me of Lichdom Battle Mage. It's the first person kind of magic RPG. You ever remember this? And you're just casting spells on both hands. There's just a bunch of different types of spells. I think so. I know a lot of people tried a lot of stuff like this with Oculus, like later yeah. on. Yeah, it, it's kind of like it reminded me immediately like that. It, it got like six and a half. So I mean, it didn't do anything crazy, but uh, it was a decent game. Uh, it reminded me of that though, and I hope that it's just better. <laughs> I've got a little faith in <laughs> Obsidian. Hope it's a good game. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped though. It reminded me. You know what? I just want another. Uh, Elder Scrolls, or it's just some similar type of RPG, first person scratch that itch. I'm hoping. Well, this they're is working cool. on one of those. They'll get it to you in like 2025. 
I, I know. I want them to. I'm so selfish. I want them to redo Morrowind so badly. Oh, I know. There's have even you like been? A community I was gonna say, out. have you been following the guys who are yeah, building Morrowind and Skyrim? Yeah, but I'm so, I'm so goddamn impatient. Like I follow up with them every few, like every other month. I'm just like, where is it? That's like I'm, I'm following the guys who are using Fallout New Vegas to build a Fallout game set in Florida. They're you told me about this and Fallout I remember Miami. You some of yeah, it. Yeah, it looks really good. I love the modding community, um, but I'm pretty hyped for this one. So let it happen. It just looks, and again, that's going to be on Game Pass whenever it releases. Ta-da. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, they showed off. Uh, there's another game, another first-party one from them, uh, Medium. Uh, that looked pretty intriguing. It is. I know they have the. It's like a big horror joint. I know they have the composer from Silent Hill on board. Uh, the gimmick of it, though, is you are playing as a character who you guessed it is a medium. Uh, so you have to solve puzzles by manipulating things inside the regular world and the spirit world. But the get is both of those worlds are rendered at the same time, side by side. And your inputs are controlling your character in both uh, worlds simultaneously. Yeah, this looks like a game that would push the hardware a bit. I always think that there's some games that are released sometimes that are... They're not meant to be hardware pushers, but... They end up being The so. capabilities that they have, I mean, you, you can just tell, oh wow, like I wonder how it's going to perform. Because uh, it looks pretty cool. I just imagine somebody, some spooky stuff is happening, and then she comes, she goes, this looks like a jab for me, and they're like, who the hell I'm are you? I'm the medium. I'm the medium. Yeah, I'm the medium. Wednesday Cut the black NBC. title there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's looking cool. I, I like little, I like horror games. Horror games are... I like, I like another I like horror game. You're not going to hear me complain. I like a spooky I like a, I like to get spooked sometimes. I'm not I'm not too sometimes averse to I'm that. a spooky boy. Um, but I mean, they, they the showcase too. They show some other stuff, but you can go, go look it up. We, we yeah, we talked about the, it's, the biggins. It, it's it's going to be cool. I do not think I am sold on getting an Xbox right now. I a Series X because I have a don't computer. think I will ever get one. No, I think I'm okay. Well, you have an Xbox One. Yes, yeah? but also I just think my entire thing is going to be, I, why would I not take that money and put it into improving my PC? Yeah, and also, you know, even if you're going to say, yeah, but what about Infinite? Infinite's coming out. On PC. It's going to come out. I saw it on Steam even. Yes, it's, it's already on. It's already, there's already a Steam page for it. They, they've improved the Master Chief Collection to be leaps and bounds better than what it was released for and when, how it was initially released, and yeah, I, that's fine. That'll hold me over. I think I'm okay with Halo. So I'll wait. Halo, can you go? Um, you are out. That's it. Yes. Um, what episode are we on right now? Fifty-four. You are officially banned. Woo! For that, it's about time. I've taken, I've taken so much of your shit. It's about time, frankly. <laughs> Those puns. Um, uh, but compared to the PS5, I'm still buying a PS5. Yes. That's the way it's got to go. Same Z's. And I think the. I am not one to participate in console wars. I am not. However, I am one to participate in good business decisions. And I think that the PS5 has a better offering because, I don't know, it's just something that makes sense to get the hardware to play compared to yes. Xbox. Be- Xbox kind it of is- opened the door. And I think that's what they intend. That's what they want. So it's fine. The difference is I know I won't be able to get that ho- that software on different hardware. <laughs> I think it's about yeah. that simple. Yeah. It, it really is. And... Others may say, well, that's going to be bad. But as Rich was even saying earlier, I mean, that's what Sony's going to have to address eventually. They can't run from it forever. For right now, it's going to benefit It'll them. Find them. They're going to say, hey, buy your games, buy your console, because there's no other way to do it, and that's totally fair. But now that Horizon's coming on the PC, now that we're slowly kind of dripping our way into the digital space and reaching that connection that Microsoft currently has, it's going to happen. And... Oh, just you wait. Yeah. <laughs> buckle up it's gonna happen uh because it makes sense the deal is just too it's too insane there's going to be a time where playstation will be releasing these games because it's going to be multi-platform and you're going to say to yourself yeah well i'm not going to do it because i have game pass it's going to come out on game pass and i will have it then on my computer so it's pick your pick your fucking poison pick man. your battles pick your battle uh that being said uh i think we're a little out of order here but that's fine uh because we got one oh we dived into news yeah first. we got one more bigger news article i figured we'll do that and then we can talk about what we played in the latter half of the show isn't that crazy 
I like mixing it up. Uh, so the other thing is a Kickstarter I texted you about during the week uh, that you and I both agree we will be supporting when it launches what is tomorrow for us. Uh, it'll already be live uh, by the time this episode's up. Sukoden is getting a spiritual successor um, in a Kickstarter for Ayudan Chronicle 100 Heroes uh, from the original game designers, uh, the original composer. They're all getting together to make uh, what is a gorgeous-looking spiritual successor to Sukoden. If anybody looks up the teaser, if you're a fan of JRPGs, or even Octopath... This has that Octopath, like, diorama-ish look. Yeah, it it gave me uh gave me Golden Sun vibes too. In the character in the char- in the character design, I think that's totally yeah yeah. No, even on the perspective of the battle where it's like kind of showcasing the whole character. Model oh well, right that's that's Sukoden. Uh, no, it is, no, it is. But it, I'm saying it kind of gives you a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's all there. And I look up the teaser. I think it's like what a 40 second teaser. Even look it up one second and tell me you're not sold by that if you're even a fan of a JRPG. And if uh... um. It looks if great. anyone's unfamiliar with Sukoden, I would argue still Sukoden 2 is like one of the best JRPGs ever made. They um, should have it on the PlayStation Store. It is, it is. 1 and 2 are both there on the PS3 uh, and the Vita. The God, like the whole gimmick of that game is there's so many characters in this turn-based JRPG. Like it's about basically building an army of 100 heroes, which quote the name of this one. Uh and you, you never really get the true ending unless you assemble the entire team. Uh, particularly in the original Sakoden, there are, the characters refer to as the 101 Stars of Destiny. Um, and something kind of crazy happens in the end of the game if you have assembled all 101 Stars of Destiny. It's going to come for the Switch, too. Yes. It's coming for a lot of different platforms. So I... This, this is what Kickstarter is to me, if anything. I, I'm completely biased, but even when, uh, with the uh, the Messenger developers releasing Sea of Stars, this game, these these are the types of games that otherwise will not be able to release if they didn't have some backing, and like Bloodstained and a lot of other games. And I'm totally for this. Totally, this this is why is why I get up sometimes and go to Kickstart. Um, I'm so hyped for this one. It looks so fucking good, and you can't fail. You can't fail. These guys are batting 100. They have the composers. They have some of the original designers. Just, it's going to be crazy. They, they have the people that know the type of game that they're trying to make here. And are being yeah. very forthright about that. And I think that's it, awesome. It's it's pretty much the equivalent of Igarashi being a part of Bloodstain. And there's just more of him. There's just more. There's multiple Igarashis on this project. You there's heard more first. designers being a part of it. Um, but I am extremely hyped for that. Yeah, the Kickstarter goes live tomorrow. It's probably going to get insta funded. I wouldn't I even think be surprised. So. Um, I'm curious to just see how much it'll cost. It'll probably be like forty bucks. Yeah, I, I'm just. I'm curious to see what the tiers are. What kind of rewards they're going to be promising? I'll peruse all that. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, why don't we get into? Uh, you know, what? let me do the drop. Uh, for this week, and then we can talk about what we played. We're truly going backwards. Aren't we? Okay. Um, Ageless comes to PC and Switch on July 28th. Destroy All Humans Remake comes to PC, PS4, Xbox One July 28th. Grounded uh, leaves early access on PC and Xbox One on July 28th. Made of Scare, uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One July 28th. Rocket Arena gets its Season 1 kickoff on PC, PS4, Xbox One on July 28th. Skater XL officially launches on PC, PS4, and Xbox One on July 28th. Terrarium, PC, July 28th. Blightbound, PC, July 29th. For the People, PC, July 30th. Hellpoint comes to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on July 30th. Imperium's Greek Wars comes to PC, July 30th. Necronator, Dead Wrong, PC, July 30th. Neo 2's DLC, The Tengu Disciple, comes to PS4 on July 30th. What Happened comes to PC on July 30th. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2 launches on PC and Xbox One on July 30th. Castle Storm 2 comes to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch July 31st. Uh, the Cat Quest 1 plus Cat Quest 2 Possum Pack comes to PC, PS4, uh, Switch uh, July 31st. And Fairy Tale comes to PC, PS4, and Switch July 31st. That's a lot of fucking games. That's a lot of games. I remember I was messaging you and I was like, man... It was right after Microsoft, and I was thinking, there's just... I'm feeling it. 
It's been, I, I mean, everybody progressively felt it over time. I think it always started with the Steam libraries. Uh, but library aside, I'm feeling the, I'm feeling the exhaustion. I There's just so much. You just have exhausted. to nitpick at this point. You just got to nitpick. It sucks. There's just too much. I feel you, man. I feel like, that feel. Come on. Just take a break. A freaking bone here. Speaking of too many games, um, I played two of them this week. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I play. I played a. I played one of them. Well, I'm gonna play two of them tonight. Okay. But I'll, I'll. You. You. I'll start, start then. Uh, I. I played a, a considerable more amount of Paper Mario and the Origami King. How is it? Uh, I really like it so far. I'm not terribly deep. I'm in the what I guess you would call the second world. Um. I just squared off against the mini boss of that world. Uh, basically, the the way the worlds are structured, and I, I think I, we talked a little bit last time about how the combat is a little interesting. Um, basically, I, I now I there's a better way to describe it now. Basically, Mario's at the center of a like a dartboard kind of format, and again because we said like I've never seen this puzzle somewhere, uh, which is what makes it feel also unique. And you get a certain amount of turns to either slide the rings. Uh, I'm, turn the rings or slide uh the panels up and down and your goal is to line the enemies up in such a way that you can in one two or three moves take them all out really quick in clusters using your hammer or jumping um i've now done some boss fights which are entirely different and very unique also um in in boss fights mario is on the outside of that puzzle and the boss is on the inside um and he's sliding the rings uh, to put, like, directional arrows in a path that let him get to the center and attack the boss. I um, saw more gameplay of that entire system. It looked cool. It's really good, and I'm, I'm not... It keeps surprising me, actually. I'm not far yet, but, like, I'm worried it's going to cap out. Right now, I feel like I can get 85% of these first try, no problem, the, the puzzles. Um... I've seen people say their difficulty starts to ramp up, and that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But right now, and well, well, we all, well, there, there was always that kind of a, I wouldn't call it a direct negative, but kind of a downside where, eventually, the difficulty kind of plateaus. Yeah, and it doesn't really get too. I'm, ho- I'm hoping that doesn't happen too much though, and the writing is still consistently fantastic. Um, the enemy variants are starting to step up a little bit in ways I didn't expect, like. Uh, now I've seen some Goombas because the enemies are all origami, like folded enemies. I've seen now seen Goombas folded into look like Goombas from Super Mario World. I love the art style of this entire game. They're always just so fun. It's also good, and and there's such great stuff with perspective. I love just talking to the one of the main collectibles is finding these toads that have been folded into origami, and they're just chock full of like one liners. Um, one of the best exchanges early on is there's a a, a Monty Mole um, attempting to sell a shell that you need to progress the story. Um, and he's auctioning it off to a group of Koopas. And you can either buy it outright for his asking price, or you can keep trying to, like, haggle him down. Um, and eventually, if you keep trying to haggle him, all the Koopas get the idea to pool their money and just buy it from them themselves. And then you have to buy it from them at a higher price. <laughs> if the game didn't have such tight writing like that just for like haggling cable it, it just wouldn't be as fun that's what really um, makes it to me it's really the art and the writing oh yeah and i have the first companion character i forgot to mention it's the it's bob right yeah bobby uh who i literally again olivia who's always with you the origami uh character it's one of my favorite lines as he runs off she keeps he just keeps referring to himself as bob and she keeps calling him by the wrong name and he's like it's just bob ma'am and he goes i won't get it wrong i won't get it wrong again we should probably go after bobby yeah, and there was one time I was watching my older brother play. You called him Bombus. Yeah, that's... and he just goes, "Please don't call me Bombus." Uh, <laughs> like that's not me. But uh, um, yeah, I'm with Bobby right now, um, and we we are in the second world trying to ch- track down that blue streamer. Fun. What about a ghost? Uh, I played a lot of Ghost. Uh, I'm finally on the second island. Uh, I I probably put 25 hours in this game at this point. And you're only on the second island? That's wow. by my own design. I've been doing so much of the side shit. <laughs> I've planned for it's all It's my of this. own fault. Um, it sounds like you have fun. I am liking it a lot. I think the combat gets better the deeper you go uh, by the nature of, like, finding your play style, 
having access to this like plethora of weapons and being able to sort of tackle missions in your own way. Um, I finally have that mask from all the uh, the ad campaigns, the ghost mask, uh, so I can have my little demon Oni mouth, and I can strike from the shadows and instill fear in the hearts of my enemies. I I enjoy all of that, and every time I hear a little bit more about it, I just cringe in place because I want to buy it, but I'm trying to be a responsible consumer, and I'm trying to beat Final Fantasy and Sekiro at the same time. Yeah, it's a lot of game. Uh, it is, but I, I, I've seen so many screenshots of Tsushima and just gameplay and different things you can do. I will say, I was just... wondering what kind of uh, new collectibles there'd be on the second island. There's a big twist um, right after you leave the first island that open opens up to some, I won't say who the characters are, but like there's some very dramatic flair in fi- now I've been finding, this is my new favorite collectible, are these dueling rings. Um basically you will stumble across like in the middle of nowhere there'll be like a ring of swords established into a dueling ring and there'll just be some random like straw hat wearing ronin character standing in the middle of it and he'll be holding someone hostage and then he just lets them go as you approach and he goes i knew you would come face me samurai and i was like oh let's do this how is the uh, overall story so far does it keep you coming back for more, or is it just more so the game is supporting the story? I think the point? game is more so supporting the story. I think the smaller character stories are what's more interesting. Um, like, the the bigger characters who you're assembling to help you retake the island all have their sort of, like, chapter-based through lines where it's, like, one of the characters is this legendary archer, um, and his student, his student has betrayed him and taken up with the Mongols, and you're helping him hunt her down. pretty cool yeah i think i, I think that. those ones are a little bit more interesting another one is um uh this character lady misako who is like the lady of this feudal lord like a samurai's wife um and her and she's the only one who survived of her clan her entire clan was slaughtered so now she's wearing her husband's armor and taking up arms and you're helping her get revenge on the people that sold her out to the mongols that is such a classic badass backstory that's such a classic. Yeah, it's it's a really good one, and she's probably one of my favorite characters in the game. Oh, I love when a character... See, I love it when stories or narrative arcs take popular tropes, or just take popular backstories, or just any other origins, and they really just try to make it unique, and... When they succeed at it, it's so good and so satisfying to just watch. Because it's so fun, too, because, like you said, that trope is popular, but not this level of it. Because, like, typically it's, like, you know, the daughter or the one lone son. But this is, like, the 60-year-old mother is the last one remaining, and she is learning the ways of the samurai. Which which is awesome. It, that's what I mean. It's just a little... They always There's just a little twinge of difference that can shake up the entire arc. And I think that's just so cool. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to that. That sounds like a fun time. Um, that's why even... That's why even in Dark Souls, even though when we're talking about the story in Dark Souls, it's like Orin and Vinegar, am I right? Because you kind of have to go look at it. It's more like it, lore. But, yeah. Uh, I, there's a lot of the characters, they borrow from a lot of popular tropes of medieval fantasy or even dark fantasy. Yeah. But they're always just fresh. They're always there's always some kind of spin. Yeah, there's just something there. There's like that little element in there, that little paprika. You don't want to put too much of it because it'll kill you, but enough of it where it's fresh and you're thinking, man, I'm having such a good time and I want to learn more. Even though you kind of already have an inkling at some point how the story may end, it may not. Um, so that's pretty cool. How many? Do you, are you aware of how many islands there are? Three. Okay. Uh, I think it looks to me like the first one was the biggest. Like, they look like they get smaller. Because it's in Japan. Right? Yeah. Um, and it's a chain of three islands. E- each sort of, like, basically the, the end points are pretty obvious. It's like each island has a castle, and when you take the castle, you move on to the next island. I like that. And you can still optionally just not play as the ghost, right? You can, you still can totally in the do everything, like, through honorable means, but, like, it would almost feel strange to do that to me, because, like... At this point in the story, you know, I'm, I'm still answering to my uncle, Lord Shimura, who's, like, the lord of Tsushima. Um, mm-hmm. And it feels like now I'm sort of grappling between him and these other characters who encouraged me to do take up these ghost methods and, by any means necessary, liberate the island. And he is kind of giving me this whole, like, you know, I know you did what you had to do to save me, and to, but I'm back in the fight now, and we can do this honorably. I dig it. 
I'm just such a fan. I'm such a I'm such a big fanboy for it. I can't wait. I mean, I have to say though, I am enjoying. I'm getting my uh, my itch from Sekiro for my sword play. I am. That's good. The, it's a lot of fun. This is the I'm almost. I think the it. parrying in this game is fun. It's no Sekiro, but it. You think Sekiro is better than that? I I think Sekiro is way better at being like a parry timing based game. Like, but it, it's hard to compare these. They're such different things. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, it's, this is more of well, it's in an Assassin's Creed camp. Yeah, I said apples to origins. Apples to origins. Also, Creed on the brain. You know, it's, there's it's no monkey booze, as they say. It's that's who says that? I don't know. People talking about Sekiro. <laughs> um, oh, I love I love giving monkey booze. They just go, "Wow, this is some high quality stuff." <laughs> we would drink this all the these time. These monkeys we really know how to get hammered. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Sometimes there's just an item there that's just very strange. Um, what have you been working I've on? I've just been playing Final Fantasy Remake. How's that going? Have you remade it yet? This for, I've been playing this for like five years. Uh, I'm at the Shinra building. Oh, you're getting there. You're getting there. I, I'm in. I'm working my way up. Um, I met the mayor. Ah, Mayor Domino. He's finally a character in this version. He's the best. And I, you know, I have to say, the more I play into it... Final Fantasy and I have had such a weird relationship throughout my time with this game. Maybe it's because I played it in such uh, long spurts of time over the past few months, but I have gotten to a point where I am adoring this game. I adore I like that game. game a lot. And you may first say, for those listening, oh, of course you do, which Final Fantasy say it's really hot, but I am of the mind where the first half of this game, it dragged a bit. There were a lot of things that I thought were going very slow because they had to build up you know, to the really thing expand out this section for part one here and um i thought some of it fell flat for me a lot of the character moments were really good obviously but those were not it, they weren't few and far between but they didn't happen often enough where i was thinking man i really just want to let's see what happens next see what happens next there's always just some elongated path to get somewhere and then you find out you have all these side quests that you could skip but why are you going to do that because then you're going to miss out on some stuff um but now that i'm in the shinra building it's all cylinders like we're, we're pretty well, you're at it. that and i'm enjoying every single bit of it i have thought about it every single day to want to play this game because i just want to finish and, and see I know, where it takes me even though you know what happens i already told you this um, I, i'm excited to see when you get to that fight in particular I think the Rufus fight, the one-on-one -on -one Cloud V Rufus fight, is everything that combat system is designed around flowing in perfect harmony. That's exactly what I've kept in the back of my mind, too. Because, you know what, the system and just the fights have always gotten so zany, and I know there's a part where it's going to get even crazier and crazier, and cra and that's exactly what I'm looking for. And, uh, and rest assured, the, the elevator fight featuring Barrett, Aerith, and Red is intact and amazing as well. Oh, I can't! I can't wait. Um, I have to say though, I do, I really do have to say we're talking about games that are graphical marvels, and I know we're on the last of us. A lot of people would think the Last of Us. Hell, it may even get Game of the Year. I think this game has done the most impressive things graphically that I've seen probably in the last like five years. As a watcher of it, anime, I can't help. It's but crazy. Agree. Now, even if, even if you didn't, yeah, no, even if it's a good looking game. I know it's a meme. I know. I'm just saying. Even if you didn't, I was playing this game, and when I got to the Shinra building, it was incredible. It really was. And we're not just talking about the world itself. Like The Last of Us, it was very hyper realistic. That's there's a difference to this, right? There's different art mediums here, but um, I got to give Square Enix some credit here. I mean, I would imagine that they probably delayed the game just to work on this shit because. Say, like, the Shinra Museum, or at least the floor is where they showcase the museum of the company and give you the history, yes. and they also give That's you the... That's a great uh, bit. The way it's yeah, like the a visual history, museum. and they kind of put you in this virtual reality. It is insane. It, it's insane. You go up to the monitors that they showcase on the screen, you see the lighting reflecting off the characters, and you see... There's just so many little things that you could breeze right by. You could. You could just walk right by and just say, yeah, this is cool, whatever, and then make a developer or a designer cry somewhere in uh, the Square Enix building. But you you really just got to stop and appreciate this shit. It's just so nice, and it's just so impressive. And yeah, sure, some of the other environments outside of it look like ass, but it's because they probably just put all the budget into making this look so good. Um, 
and I'm just so impressed. And now I know we're getting to the end here because you could just tell where all the money went. Um, even the side characters look pretty darn detailed um, compared to in the slums yeah. where some people look like straight up potatoes. Um, they're just unattractive. But, I don't know why you're harping on it. No, they're not unattractive. Listen, no, they're not. It's it's their models. They're not getting done justice. I always think that it was so weird to see a model in the slums and then you see Cloud Strife and Cloud looks so... You can see the sweat off the man's brow. Yeah. <laughs> And you just see some other person who looks like they were from, like, a PlayStation Some other person is the, uh, the penguin from Mario 64. Yeah, and their mouth is just agape because they, they, their model and rigging is just a little weird. But it it really is good, and I'm having such a blast, and I'm going to be so upset because now, now I'm in the motion. My engine is running, and now I'm going to just keep going until I beat it. But I'm going to be so upset when this is over because it's going to be another, like, three to four years before the next one, and I, I, I don't want that to happen. And then there's going to be another one after this. I really think they're going to finish Strap it in three parts. in! I don't want to, Rich. I I really don't you want have to. to. It's gonna. Uh, I'm gonna be like in my you mid thirties by the time this game's over. No, you're not. You're not gonna live to see it. What? <laughs> Take out the gun. Um, but I'm just such a fan, and I'm having such a blast with this and Sekiro and Master Chief Collection is also just an absolute delight. Um, so I've been keeping myself busy. We keep here. our fingers crossed for Sid. You wanna know what I haven't played? You're gonna Tell like me. this one. You wanna know what I haven't played and I've neglected since its release? Tell me. Persona Five. I don't know. You want to know what else I've neglected since it came out? Persona 4. No, they're pushing me. Tensei 5 is coming on Nintendo Switch. I know. Yeah. No, Shimmy Tensei 3 Nocturne is getting remastered. You want to know what I love about Shimmy Tensei? Tell me. They are so fucking weird. They're the best. They. Atlas has never once failed to. Del- this is why uh, Strange Journey. It's one of my favorites. Atlas has never failed to deliver a weird game in the Shin Megami Tensei universe. It's just strange. It it's just odd. It's it has some horror elements. It has some weird. The angels are. It's like a fucking. Uh, was it Constantine? Like the angels aren't really angels. The bad people aren't really bad people. It's all just morality and all this shit. And you just get taken down a weird adventure. I am so hyped for five. Wait, it's six. It's five. Damn it. I'm so hyped for 5, but now they're all supporting... What was it again? 3 is getting a remaster for Switch it's and It's 3... Wh- I forgot the Nocturne. name of it, though. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Nocturne's coming out. Never got to play that. That is, by many, largely considered to be the best Shin Megami Tensei game. I would highly encourage anyone to pick that I up. I heard that there were a lot of difficult fights. It's not an easy game. It's a really fucking good game. Have you played I it? I have. Oh, man. I could tell. I could, I could hear the passion. Uh, but I'm kind of glad they're not dropping that. I mean, I'm in. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's going to be a good get. I'm in. And if anybody has never played Shin Megami Tensei, and you're thinking, well, what should I do? Rest assured, it's a Final Fantasy-like situation. Like, all the games share kind of loose themes and, like, uh, mask, like demon ideas and ideologies, but they all have their own unique cast of characters and stories. Yep, and the music's pretty damn good. I would recommend, if I had to recommend one game to you as a primer, even, it would be Strange Journey. Strange Journey is a very good uh, Shin Megami Tensei game. You can get it on your 3DS. Yeah, they released the uh, remaster. The 3DS, right before it, right before it was taking its last gasps of air, they just released some bangers for it and some re-releases. And pretty soon, 3, which is largely considered to be one of the best, I would agree with that for sure. Um, it is, it's going to be very easy to get hold of soon, because it's going to be on Switch, it's going to be on PS4. I am so impressed they're releasing it as a remaster. I thought it was just going to be a port. Nope, they're putting some work in. I'm pretty, I'm pretty impressed with that. They're doing good. And now, Atlas has, uh, they reported that uh, Persona 5, and also Persona 4, on PC has performed or sold incredibly well. I forgot how much. I think it was 500 grand. Uh, 500,000 copies. It turns out sold. you guys like this here persona. I was going to say, it turns out you guys like here these uh, these PCs, these personal computers. I didn't think they had a lot of staying uh, power. I thought this whole internet thing was a fad. Well, I, I think it's pretty much, it goes without saying that, for those of you who may be PC waiting for this, you're going to see five real soon probably in the I think year. it's going to happen uh, I think the only thing that's stopping it right now is some sort of Elix exclusivity deal with Sony for a limited amount of time oh for sure I'm pretty sure for that's sure. it yeah um, will it come to Switch I still don't think so no I don't think so either 
I don't sorry, think so. Sorry, everybody. But it's, you're going to get it on PC. And the good news is that it's not the most... It doesn't look like the most graphically demanding game. No. Gotta be honest. It's not. So, I, I it's got a style, but style. it's not graphically demanding. Yeah. So, that, that's actually good for people who may not, or may be concerned that they're not running a rig. Let me ask you something, Eric. Um, yeah, sure. Did you do anything else exciting this week? You, you take any time for yourself that wasn't games related? What the hell is this? Why? Why? Am I bored? No, I'm just asking. Uh, exciting? No, but I was just talking to this about. I was just talking about this with you earlier. No, it's like, <laughs> like if, people ask me every week, "What are you doing this weekend?" Or, "Hey, I haven't talked to you in a little bit. What's going on?" And let me just preface this by saying, I do encourage others to reach out to friends, say what's up, just talk to them. You never know who's going through what. Everybody's going through this weird isolation time. But I apologize in advance. I assure you, I'm not doing anything interesting cool, besides man. some. <laughs> you do you it's not even like a negative it's just um i i don't know what people like i've been asked oh like are you doing anything this weekend and i'm thinking in my mind i'm like i'm gonna play some games like wow finally like work's kind of off yeah. i'm gonna play some games and uh maybe i'll go to the park or something. and that that's that's how it's been because i don't know what else Sometimes I just feel like really throwing a curveball and just being like oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna drink myself to death this yeah. time i'm gonna mix it up that's a what bit. i say every day when i leave work <laughs> Just to see what people would say, but um, I, nothing too exciting. I I, I've been reading more. Me too. I've been finding the time to read, which is fun. What have you been reading? Right now, I am reading uh, Stephen King's On Writing. It's, oh, it's a writing book. Yeah, it's a book about Stephen King talking about his method. What's his method? Uh, Wait, actually, I should ask you this. What time period was this written? Uh, this is from a few short years ago. It's a relatively new book. Uh, you're not gonna get the. Uh, you're not getting cocaine, King. Well, I mean, you know, I I just started the book, so he he's he's reminiscing. He's talking about some stuff. I yeah, uh, I highly recommend that you uh, look up any kind of uh, material that he had put out when he was uh, writing Cujo because uh, he's like, so I would just do an eight. That this man was out of his fucking I would just mind. do an eight ball and just <laughs> fuck it. I mean, his output his output's insane. Who knows? I'm lucky I didn't solution you. If you're doing eight balls, who knows what you can create? Um. That's cool. I like I like I like uh I like that you're reading up. Thanks. I I've been trying also not See the difficult thing is I've actually been trying not to play so many games all the time because I feel like it should be Cuz I think other it's things. very easy to get lost. I think it's easy to get lost in that. Um in the you'd be hard pressed to find me years ago to tell you uh you know I'm having difficulty playing a game. But I think these days like even Final Fantasy let's just say that's something I've been meaning to play for a good week. And it was because I beat The Last of Us and I was ready. And I just couldn't really find the motivation to just play the game. But besides easy games, like, say, a Halo well, multiplayer match. sometimes you just want to turn off. You do. And I think it's so ironic when people have this viewpoint of games as a waste of time or, oh, you just turn your brain off. I disagree. I think sometimes you really have to turn your brain on and... Oh kind of yeah, into I think it really. I think there are games you can totally turn your brain off with, but by default, no. Yeah, I don't. I when it comes to, and that's a great point to make. Yeah, I, I think that there are like Warzone. Yeah, I turn my brain off for that. I mean, I try to win, but it's not requiring critical thought a lot of the time. And when you're playing the like Persona or like a story-heavy game, or even Sekiro, where you got to pay attention, or just some other games. It, you really just want to kind of get absorbed in it. You want to be in a mindset. Kind of like when you're reading a book. You're not going to half-ass reading a book unless you don't want to pay you're attention. you got to whole-ass the book reading. Yeah, you got to whole-ass it. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I've been reading some books. I've read recently Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. Very good book. Okay, cool, cool. Um, get behind that. I'm going to read... I, I almost started Dune again for the third time in like a year and a half. And I'm like... It's like, today's the day. Um, <laughs> I almost did, um, but I'm just gonna be reading some other stuff, and now you know I've just been learning some other things, and it's been going okay. But ultimately, exciting—that's fun. I don't know. It's it's hot as hell. It's disgusting. I don't know what else can be hot. more exciting? Um, I, I mean, yeah, no, the reading's good. I think just you know, watch a movie or something, turn yourself off. Watch a film. Uh, what about you though? Have you been doing anything crazy? No, nothing wacky. I mean, I'm still going to work and everything, which is the worst part of my days. Um. And then I come home and I play some games. I watch a movie. I read a book. I watched um, 
I watched Palm Springs on Hulu the other day. Very good that movie. Was, yeah, like, in terms of, like, you know what it was? They found a way to make that the whole Groundhog Day thing kind of inventive again. They did. And um, I always would recommend that... Ugh, well, it's too late now, but... If somebody was going to watch it, they were going to watch it's it. It's on Hulu. Go watch um, it. I always thought that... I think that its strength was that I, I didn't... I went into it not even knowing what it was about. It just looked semi-appealing. Um, uh, yeah, it just... I, I was just drawn to... I don't know. The J.K. Simmons and, uh, is the light in that. Yeah. I think it's good that you just don't know anything going in. You don't watch the trailer because it gives a little bit too much away. Um, and it, it was a good cast. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I would... I... Did, on the other side of the spectrum, too, other than film watching... I don't know. I've been cooking more because I kind of have to, to survive. That makes sense. Um, but really, yeah, it's just really all about surviving. And that's a message for all of you out there, too, who are listening. Number one, we appreciate Stay you. Stay alive. Yeah, if you're just sitting on your ass sometimes and you're feeling like shit, it's okay. You don't gotta, you don't gotta be in this fucking constant motion taking a Tai Chi class while also learning Spanish on Duolingo. It's okay. It's okay to do it's nothing. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine to just be have an answer for others to say, yeah, I'm not really doing anything. And if other people are saying that they're doing the world and more, that's fine. Also, they're lying. Yeah, who knows? There's no need to even, to even no, think about that. No, assume they're you lying know, just, and confront them about it. Yeah, assume everybody's lying to make themselves look good. And you could eat... Hell, throw a lie out there, too. You know, you know what? Yeah, exactly. You go, how do I know that's what everyone's doing? Because that's what I'm doing. Yeah, throw a lie out there, too. But take some time to just relax you're not getting nobody's gonna get you're not gonna get this in your lifetime again well i fingers crossed oh come on next winter's looking pretty good (laughs) next winter's looking pretty hot uh fingers crossed you're never gonna have to go through a surreal pandemic like this in your lifetime again and you should really take some time to take personal stock as to what matters and just be with yourself and also chicken stock make a soup yeah Yeah, beef and chicken stock i poured that in some recipes so far it's incredible why didn't nobody ever, anybody ever tell me about I this? I don't know. You didn't know about chicken stock? It's just some, it's just like, like chicken water. Yeah. How do they even get chickens to get, make water? I, they liquefy the chickens. I don't know. It's, it's genius. It's liquid chicken. But on yeah. that note. And we thank you guys for listening to our uh, game chat. Yeah, thanks. And Rich, I think we're good. Can we get the broom out of the Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's get tidy up in here. Um, so thank you to Heather Ramos for our wonderful logo and to Ed Baquette for our intro. Ask us questions at geckogamespodcast at gmail.com or berate us on Twitter. I am at the Richmeister Zero. You can find Eric at beautiful underscore Eric. And until next time, it has been our pleasure. Let's get the hell out of here. Start up the car. Thanks, everybody. Vroom, vroom.